3 a.m. Again, why did I ever think this was a good idea? Welcome to the Rise and Run podcast. Join our group of Run Disney friends as we talk about running at Walt Disney World and beyond. We'll discuss recent runs, training, upcoming races, and surprise topics suggested by you, our listeners. Well, the alarm's gone off, so let's go. Hey everybody, Happy New Year! Welcome back, welcome to the Rise and Run podcast. We made it, kids! It is Marathon Weekend. If you're listening to this one, you might be out on the course somewhere. And if you are, and somebody walks by and their voice sounds familiar, say hi to either John. Hey. Lexi. Hello. Greg. Hey, hey, hey. Or me, I'm Bob. Uh, Only the four of us this evening. We have two folks who won't be here. Jack's not here this evening, nor is Alicia. They're both doing well. They just couldn't make it this evening. So we had some big firsts this last week. The episode in which we talked about Ainsley's Angels was very well received. And we suspect we've got some first timers listening to us tonight. Welcome. We're glad you're here. We hope you like what you hear and we hope you'll spread the word. We have fun doing this and we hope you have fun listening. I did want to make one quick comment about Ainsley's Angels and I I just wanted to follow up. We put it in the show notes last week, ainsleysangels.org. If you feel so inclined, go ahead and, and go over there and think about volunteering for them, either to help by pushing an athlete through a course or just to help in the setup at, at a race near you. I I think you'll find it most rewarding. Yeah, it, it really is, Bob. You know, like I said, I've only been able to participate in two events, but, and even though they were only 6Ks, some of the most memorable events that I have ever participated in, and I'm really looking forward to trying longer distances uh, you know, helping push a wheelchair athlete. And the one thing actually that, that we forgot to mention last week is with the Ainsley's Angels program, uh, there's two really awesome benefits. Um, and I believe this applies to, to most races. So if there's an Ainsley's Angel ambassador out there who's listening and I get this information wrong, please drop us a line uh, so we can issue a correction here. But the first is the wheelchair participant does not have to pay a race registration, or usually it can come at a discount. And then part of the same uh, can be applied to the pusher as well. Now, the pusher has to pay the registration, but usually Ainsley's Angels does a great job of you know reaching out to the race director of that particular race to offer a discount code or, you know, a few bucks off here or there. So, you know, it's one of those things where obviously the goal of this is not to save you money by any means whatsoever. Right. You know, it's about, you know, the support of the athlete themselves, but it, you know, is a way to save a few dollars on a race registration. So if you find a race where Ainsley's Angels is going to be at, check in with your local ambassador and they should be able to provide uh, and pass along some more information to you. Oh, that's cool. We're going to, we're going to move away from this for a minute. I'll, before we go though, I have plans to get much more actively involved and maybe in uh, upcoming episodes, we'll talk about that. We'll see how that goes. Okay, guys, we've talked about marathon weekend a couple times and it's kind of late to add anything new, but just a couple of last minute 
marathon weekend notes. Especially if you're in line listening to us right now at the expo, waiting to get that awesome merch, uh, you know, yeah. last minute tips for you here. And did you see the merch that is dropped? Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Well, maybe A, if you're listening, hold your hand up and wave. And so Lexi, you, never mind. <laughs> I don't know if that'll work. Out. I say, Lexi, if you see anybody waving, you know, you can head over to them. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we got that coming up. I'll re I'll reiterate at the expo. If you're a Galloway runner, go see Mr. Galloway. You won't regret it. Go have your picture taken with him or have him sign your bib. Uh, just a wonderful human being. You you made it through the tough parts. So now let's enjoy the rest. I see some folks on Facebook in Facebook groups fretting just a little bit about the weather. And candidly, it's probably going to be pretty warm. I was looking at the forecasts, the 2020 full, the high temperature for the day was 84. That's at the Walt Disney World weather reporting station. You'll hear different people tell you it was 96, and the, the, but the official high temperature for that day was 84. The high heat index was 87. Now, guys, that's hot. That's hot to be in a marathon. We're looking at close to that this year. The temps, the last I looked, I haven't looked uh, since this morning. Last I looked, the high forecast temp was 83. There was a chance of rain. If that happens, that'll cool, cool us off a little bit. Suggestions for hot weather running. I did check in with our uh, our good friend, um, Ryan Runs Disney, or uh, Ryan Teets. And because he has, I always joke around that he is the local weatherman uh, for uh, Run Disney races because he posts it every single day in his Instagram story. Um, he was showing that via AccuWeather.com, temperature is still holding steady for about 80 degrees mm-hmm. for uh, for Marathon Sunday. Weather Channel has it up to 84. Now, the one thing, though, to take into consideration is obviously I don't think it's going to get into the 80s by, you know, 11 o'clock in the morning. You know, oh, it'll right. still be in the, you know, it'll still be in the 70s, which obviously yeah. for any type of race is still very hot. And obviously yeah. you have to be cautious. But Yes, I, we know we're seeing those 80-degree temperatures, but that's not going to be probably well until after the race itself is over. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and they're starting at 5, which they planned to do last year but did not. We've discussed that before. So, yes, you're correct. The high temp, the high temp of the day will probably after we're done. And I think we may get some clouds. That makes a big difference, whether the sun's beating down on you or you get some clouds. That helps. So, Bob, I just looked at the uh, Dark Sky app, which I use like religiously, yeah. Yeah. and they have the high temperature peak in about three o'clock. So yeah, that would make sense. At race time, about five o'clock, they, they got it at about 67, actually. It drops down a little bit right. by seven, and then it gradually re- reaches up to about 83 degrees at uh five o'clock. That's something most folks don't realize on an average day, the coolest temperature of the day is the hour after sunrise. It takes a little while for the earth to heat up and then things get warm. And I realize as we talk more about the weather here, we're a couple days out and people listening to this are going to be there and go, yeah, all right, genius. We know what the weather is. (laughs) So let's move (laughs) on. Hot, Hot weather tips though. I will start. Slow down. Slow down. Hydrate. Yeah. Hydrate. Uh, my recommendation is make sure you 
take advantage of every water stop. And for those of you who are big Galloway runners, I mean, always remember and heed the advice that Jeff gives us when it comes to warm weather running. And that is, uh, and Bob, correct me if I'm wrong here. It's you slow down 30 seconds per mile for every five degrees over 60. Yeah. Obviously, that is all subjective to where you live. But it, but again, you know what Bob was saying, slow down. Um, you know, I was just watching some Instagram stories of Laura runs and eats. I, I forget what her official Instagram handle is now, but she did a great job of saying that, listen, you don't need to be a hero during this race weekend. You know, she mm-hmm. mentioned similar things to what we talked about last mm-hmm. week, that this is the Walt Disney World Marathon. You're not going to be breaking any land speed records. Go out there. You spent the money. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your time. But especially since it's going to be hot, be safe, slow down, enjoy the race. Yeah. Like I do on the golf course, I take a lot of extra swings. So I get, you know, get more, more from my money that way. So I'll go extra slow at Disney World. I will say we mentioned utilizing the water stops, but you can also grab one hand, one bottle to drink and one to dump on your head. Exactly. Exactly. That's on my notes here. You know, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Yes. Also, if I learned this watching the Olympics, uh, at the marathon, uh, the ice packs, take them, put them under your hat. Under your hat. You can do that. Yep. Well, your head is where you retain the most heat, I believe, or like you absorb the most heat. And so by putting ice or water on right on top of your head, I'm pointing to it. Like y'all can see me. (laughs) You're listening. Um, (laughs) second time I've done this. Um, anyway, but it, it, helps cool you down faster by putting it on your head and that's the reason why i shaved my head this week so so. (laughs) yeah i was going to comment on that but um the water over the head good idea just make sure you grab the water and not the power aid it gets a little sticky (laughs) over your head Uh, it'll have the same effect but it won't be nearly as pleasant um i'm going to get into a specific one for me before uh, the, the half and the marathon, I'm going to take my rings off. I only wear one ring. I wear a wedding, wedding ring. But the electrolyte balance, a lot of times my hands will start to swell up a little bit. Not that it's dangerous. I've never had a problem with it. It just becomes uncomfortable. So it's it's much easier for me to take them off and leave them back in the room than it is to worry about it during the event. That is, and I meant to look up what causes that. It's not a serious problem. It probably can be resolved if I did my next suggestion, which is look in the expo for some salt chews or salt tablets. And in the real hot weather, it's important to take those. I'll also mention, don't forget to hydrate after the race, because just if you hydrate while you're running, it's great. But it's also really important whenever you finish to make sure you, um, because especially if you're doing the marathon, you're going to end it dehydrated. And whenever you're dehydrated, you're more likely to be fatigued. And by hydrating and getting more water consistently throughout the day, don't just like chug a gallon, but consistently hydrating throughout the day, then your body will be able to recover better. Plus you have other options after the race for hydrating. There's beer, there's margaritas, there's all sorts of good stuff. Look, it is not only is it the last minute, but for some people, it'll be past the last minute. Do we have anything else we want to throw in here? I'll say in terms of hydrating, I mean, obviously, you know, 
as Jonathan mentioned when we did his interview about New York City, one of the toughest things for this race weekend is going to be you have four great theme parks at your disposal that you're going to want to walk through and enjoy during the race weekend. Obviously, you need to save your legs, but if you find yourself in the parks before a race, after a race, you know, throughout the entire weekend, if you go up to most, you know, counter service locations, mm-hmm. they will give you for free a cup of water. Now, granted, over the years, those cups have decreased in size, but at least they will give you ice water. It's a really good idea to um, you know, stop there, grab something. And then I know when I, I did this for Wine and Dine 2016, I actually bought like Pedialyte electrolyte powder and then okay. went in, you know, got a big cup of water, dumped it into my water bottle. Then I poured that in to mix it up. So I was even getting the electrolytes and everything like that. Yeah. So again, it's all subjected to how you've been training. But if you just want straight water, definitely check out all those those counter service locations. They, they should be able to give you something. Okay, very good. I think the big thing is don't panic. It's all going to be okay. Slow down, hydrate, a little water over the head. The sponges on the course. If you get a sponge on the course, hold on to it. You can, uh, and protect your skin, sunblock, hats, hats, visors. Yeah. And don't forget and the sunblock. Anybody who gets out on the course and suddenly feels lightheaded or starts seeing spots, they have medical tents. Do not be afraid to stop. If you are being under the weather because of the heat, it is okay. And it is better for you to do that than to hurt yourself. All right, Lexi, that's that's good. That's good. I appreciate that. Use the medical team if you need to, and we just wish you the best. It's going to be okay, gang. All right, well, this is our first recording for the new year, for 2022. We asked, uh, we asked folks to put their running goals on our Facebook page. We didn't get a whole lot. I think everybody was busy telling us what run they're going to be doing this weekend because we got a lot of those we'll get to that in a minute the only person i saw was our friend over in the netherlands laura who wanted to complete a 5k after she has her baby which i think is due in february i should have checked that too but i know laura will not only will she do that she'll come back strong and i hope we see her again yay for babies but since we're talking since we're on the subject folks what are your running goals for 2022? So for me, obviously, the big goal of 2022 is going to be this weekend. And the the, the roller coaster of emotions has been quite the whirlwind, you know, the, the past week or so. It was funny. Um, a friend of mine asked me how I was feeling going into this weekend. And I sent her a YouTube clip of the movie The Replacements where uh, Gene Hackman is talking to Keanu Reeves before the first game. He's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm going to good. And he's like, yeah, you're like a duck on the pond. You might be calm on the surface, but below the surface, <laughs> you know, below the water, your feet are going a mile a minute. And and that's and that's probably the truest thing. That being said, though, out you know, removing marathon weekend, I think my goals for 2022. You know, I've said before in like in our Thanksgiving episode that you know 2021 was the year of PRs for me, and I would love to be able to expand upon that for next year. You know, to be able to get faster, whether it's a 10k, 10 miler, you know, half. But the the main objective, and obviously this will I would hope help my running, 
is I want to get physically stronger in 2022. My wife and I have owned a Peloton now for over a year now, and we've been doing a lot of focusing on the cycling classes, but we've really started to take a deep dive into their strength program as well too. And for Christmas, I was able to get some of those um, adjustable dumb dumbbells and everything yeah. like that. So, you know, incorporating that. And actually what I found out as I was doing research on the Peloton app is that they have a whole s- section in there that is strength for runners. Um, yeah. So once my second dumbbell gets here, I'm going to be putting a lot of focus into that, you know, so I can build up that muscle and I'm you know, really hoping that that will reap benefits when it actually comes to the running. I think it will. I, I don't have the discipline to do that, but I recognize that I believe it will. Um, I've done a couple of different of the, the Peloton strengths, and I really enjoy them. I also really like the um, Peloton outdoor running. I've recently started getting into that from the app, and it's really helped give me a little bit of a change of pace because my motivation has been waning, which leads me into my goal. <laughs> Good. There you go. Um, so first of all, um, ever since I did the marathon, I feel like my motivation for running hasn't quite been what I'm used to it being. So um, I'm hoping running at Disney will help um, rejuvenate that again. And also just focusing on my health. Um, I've been dealing with some thyroid issues, so I hope to get that all figured out. And, um, that in turn will help me with my running. I am doing the New York city marathon in 2022. Oh, very good. So, um, that's going to be in November and then I'm doing hopefully dopey 2023. Okay, you you just reminded me of something, Lexi, that I had actually forgotten about. My name's in the lottery for London. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mine is too. I forgot about that too. <laughs> yeah. That I think they announced that, I think next month. I think they announced it in February. I think it's in February. Yeah, and, and the event's in October, I'm almost certain. And I'm pretty sure... The New York City Marathon Lottery opens up sometime this month. They don't officially announce it until right before, but um, usually it's in the beginning of January. Yeah, I forgot about that. If anybody wants to join me. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you're in New York though, right? You've got an entry? Yes. So I did um, the virtual 2021 with in-person 2022 guarantee with Team for Kids. I know some others who have done that. Very good. What about you, John? My big goal for 2022 is like Greg's getting through this weekend, making sure that everything goes well. Uh, after that, I'm going to take a little break, try to recover a little bit. My knee's been bothering me and hopefully, hope it heals up a little bit better and uh, be able to run a springtime surprise. Right now, that's all I'm shooting for because I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, my goals for 2022 are up in the air. I, I tend not to discuss running injuries because here's my observation of two runners talking about running, running injuries. Runner A says, oh man, I've had it really rough. I, I was in an accident. My leg was trapped under the wheels of an 18 wheeler for two hours and all the bones below my knee were crushed. And I'm not sure I'm going to be able to run next week. 
And runner B goes, oh, that sounds terrible. And I know how you feel because I've had plantar fasciitis for the last month. You can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't win. You can't win. Uh, but it's not a matter of winning. It, the, the most important injury is the one that's affecting you. I don't care who you are. And that's the way all of us are as runners. So I, I tend to try not to talk too much, but I've had problems going on close to two years now. We've talked about some of the walking stuff I've done. Well, the reason I'm such a good walker is I haven't been able to run. So I found out today I'm scheduled for total knee replacement in February. That's going to lay me up for a while. Once that gets fixed, uh, then I need to have surgery on my heel. So I'm not going to be running for a while. However, uh, talking to the surgeon today, he promised to, and I quote, make you better than you were. So he, he promised to make me bionic. I'm, uh, I'm looking for bionic I'm Bob. I'm, I'm holding them to it too. So my, really my goals are to, and, and I'm optimistic. I'm an optimistic sort. I'm optimistic that this is going to work out great for me and I'm going to be back. And I am hopeful. I'm hopeful. It's a stretch, but I'm hopeful that come June, I'll be able to resume some kind of training, even if it's just fast walking. And if I can do that, if I can, if I can train starting in June, then I can look at, uh, fall schedules. I mean, space coast is out there. I love that one. I'd love to do bird in hand and I don't care if I have to crawl. I'm going to do dopey in 2023. So those are my goals for the year. And you can still share yours with us, dear listeners. We would still love to hear from you. You can share them on Instagram or you can share them on our Rise and Run podcast Facebook group page. So let's stop there and finish this one with a very special edition of the Race Report. First off, we didn't have anybody on our list for running this last weekend. However, I know that both Michelle, and it goes without saying, Joe had some runs they did this weekend. And I think Joe's was live. I'm almost positive it was. Joe had a live run on. Yeah, I know he did. I remember seeing pictures of his medal and all that. He had a live run on uh, New Year's. And I think Michelle did too. I'm pretty sure she did. So. Both of them, we're proud of you. You set a great example. We hope you had fun. On our Facebook groups, and we have a couple, and we try not to talk about it too much because we know it gets confusing. But between the Rise and Run podcast Facebook group and two others that a lot of our friends are active in, I asked who was running this weekend because I looked at I keep a file and I looked at it. I only had eight names on it. I know we got a lot more people than that. I made that post golly, I forget what day it was. And I thought my computer was going to blow up. We, <laughs> It started pinging. I started getting responses left and right. I get responses not only from all over the country, but from all over the world, literally. And by the time it was all said and done, we've got close to 150 names of people that are part of our Facebook family that are going to be at Disney World. Now, we're going to read them. We're going to read first names only, and we're going to go through them pretty quickly. If you told us that you were doing a first, we'll list those, and then others are veterans. We'll list those separately. Uh, 
what I'd like you to do is when you hear your name, stand up and please remain standing until I call all the names and then we can all have one big round of applause at the end. Okay. Okay. So let's go through the names. We'll, we'll do this kind of quickly. Again, first names only. We want to respect, we respect your privacy and let's start with the dopey challenge. Here are the folks who are doing either a first time dopey challenge or a first time marathon or maybe both. Lexi, go. Okay, I'm ready. We have Abby, Adrian, Amanda K, Amanda M, Amy, Angela, Ashley, Bridget, Brittany, Carola, Carrie, Chin, Chris, Christine, Diana, Emily, Aaron, Jane, Jeff, Jennifer, John, D, John, R, Joy, Kalina, Keisha, Kim, Laura, Lauren, Leslie, Linda, Lindsay, and Dick, Margaret, Mary, Megan, Michelle, B, Michelle, M, Misty, Rebecca, Rick, Rob, Rosemary, Sally, Tiffany, Tim, Tracy, B, another Tracy B, Tracy F, Tracy M, and William. That's about 50 people. First-time dopies or first-time marathoners. Woohoo! Now we've got dopey veterans. Here we go with the dopey veterans, the people that are brave enough to do it more than once. You have Amy P, Amy S, and D, and G, Aubrey, Avery, Bob, Bonnie, Brandon, Brianne, Bruce, Brianna, Gary, Susan, Gretchen, Jeff, Jennifer, Christy, Lori, Zach, Lori B, Liz, Mark, Michelle, Monique, Pamela, Ray, Rebecca, Robin, Samantha, and Tim. Okay, so we should have about 80 or 90 people standing right now. Let's give them a round of applause. Okay, you can go ahead and be seated. Okay. Goofy challenge, not quite as many. Greg? So running the Goofy Challenge for the first time is this weirdo named Greg. I know him. Then there's uh, Heather, Jeanette, and Caitlin. And then our repeat Goofiers are Allie, Jessica, Megan, and Tara. Thank you. Okay, see, those folks didn't have to stand as long. There weren't as many. See, Greg, Greg planned that out. He's a very smart guy doing that. Okay. All right. Now, these folks are running only the marathon. Not only only the marathon, but their first marathon ever. And we have Amanda, Beth, Diane, Jeannie, Jerry, Caitlin, Kenneth, Christina, Leslie, Maggie, Michelle K, Michelle O, Nell, Charnell, Rachel, Sarah, Stephanie, Susan A, Susan S, Tom, and Tori. And for our repeat marathoners. I have Allison, Kathy, Courtney. Jacqueline, hey, we know her. Yep. Jennifer, Jonathan, Chris, Laura, Nicole, Sarah, Shannon, Sierra, and Steve. Ta-da! Another round of applause. Woo-hoo. You know, it's kind of neat. You said, I know her. And I'm thinking about it, and I go, I know a lot of these people. And <laughs> it's, it's really, I mean, that's my privilege. It's my pleasure to know these folks. I think it's wonderful. And we will know more after the meetup. Oh yeah. I was going to talk about that and I will in just a moment. Let me round this thing out here. Half marathon. 
only the half marathon. Well, maybe not. Some of the folks I'm going to list here are doing multiple events. If you if you're doing multiple events that weren't in a challenge, your name will be on here twice. But in the half marathon, Alicia, we know her, Christine, Kathleen, and her husband. Is that Lexi? Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah, Pamela. Oh, Susan. Wow. <laughs> Pamela, Susan, and Tyler. Those are our half marathon folks uh, listed in the 10K. Christine again. Jonathan. Jonathan's doing the 10K and the half, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he's listed in the mar- marathon. Oh, oh, is that right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh, okay. He's doing a 10K. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. He's he's taking the half off because he's he, he made some comment about that. Only at Disney can you be considered lazy for taking the half marathon <laughs> off. <laughs> I look forward to seeing Jonathan. He's a good guy. Uh, oh, anyway, let's go see. 10K, Christine, Jonathan, Nell, and Pamela. Uh, multiple events for Pamela. I think I think Pam's doing everything except the full. 5K, Becky. That's my wife. Christine, again. Maggie, Susan. And Pam, Pamela's doing this one with her son, Gus. And last but not least, I've got two folks here who are doing Dopey virtually. Crystal, and finally, I really need a drum roll here. Who else would be the? <laughs> who else could possibly be the last person that we talk about doing a virtual dopey? Joe. <laughs> God bless him. God bless him. I'm sorry he's not going to be there. Hourglass Lake is going to miss him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna miss him too. Um, all right, here's the deal, gang. Uh, we know that most of the people on the Facebook thing joined a first timers group. We always emphasize first timers, but the thing I want you to know is whether it's your first time or your 15th time, you're one of us now. We want you back next year. Even if it is a first timers page, we want you back next year to help the others. And we want to see you. I mean, and we really do. We really genuinely want to meet as many people as we can. And I will remind you that we have an informal meetup in Disney Springs at Dockside Margaritas, two o'clock on Saturday. Don't drink too many margaritas, especially if you're running the marathon the next day. But we still but if you've them. already run your half, woohoo! <laughs> well, that's, that's, that sounds like someone who's running only the half. Okay. Totally. <laughs> All right. I want to, like I say, a little shorter than normal this week. Let me close with just a couple thoughts for those of you who are, are going to be down there at Marathon Weekend. I don't know if I've said this before to this group or not, but I go back. I started running Disney in 2016, and I remember looking at the Dopey Challenge. I had a friend. I still have a friend. I haven't seen him for a while. He's up in Alabama. It was a bit better runner. Well, he's a good bit better runner than I am, a little younger. And I talked to him about the Dopey Challenge, and I said to him, Kevin, I'll never do that. That is impossible. How can you do four events in four days? And I literally meant that I thought it was impossible. But it turns out it's not. turns out if you train for it and you work at it, you can do it. If I can do it. You can do it. I think back to 
a quote that I attribute to our friend, friend coach Chris Twiggs. I'm not sure Chris came up with it, but he's the first person I heard use it. If you only try things that you know you can do, then how will you ever know what you can really do? And I find that kind of motivational. Put yourself out there, stretch yourself, and the rewards are tremendous. You have an impact on those around you. You may not realize it, but you never know who you're motivating by doing these things. It's highly worthwhile. And if I turn the corner on Main Street and they're playing Wish Upon a Star and you see me talking to myself, it's because I'm trying not to cry. (laughs) Gang, we want to see you there. Good luck. Have fun. We'll be back next week with, I hope, all sorts of great reports on how well Marathon Weekend went. So we'll see you then. And until then, happy running. The Rise and Run podcast discusses general information about Run Disney and is in no way affiliated with Run Disney or the Walt Disney Company. Any information or advice discussed on this podcast should not be considered medical advice and should always consult with your healthcare provider or event organizer. 